Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Welcome back to 3Talk. Today we'll be discussing surrendering and having faith. This couldn't be more needed at the moment. The universe, nature, has shown us there is so much we can't control. We are learning control is an illusion. COVID-19 has shown us that there are forces around us all the time that are dictating our human experience. Nothing is certain. From a personal level for years, I tried to control everything. Having an incredible mother who didn't need much control, but lovingly spent her days running a business, building houses, looking after three kids and a disabled child and helping everything in need, whether an animal or human, showed a fabulous role model to what is important. But, as there's always a but, meant the home was quite chaotic. Often when children grow up in a chaotic environment, they seek to control. It is the way they keep a feeling of safety which is one of our basic human needs. Can you identify with this? Or maybe you grew up in a very controlled environment and you find yourself repeating learned behavior. If any of this sounds too familiar, we are going to discuss today how having faith and surrendering, i.e. letting go, will enrich your life. Some of us think holding on makes us strong, but sometimes it is letting go. There's a quote by Hermann Heese. At times, life may feel like it's spinning out of control. You feel completely powerless over the circumstances being handed to you. COVID-19 has left a lot of us feeling like this. During times like this, it may be easier to give up, but we do have another choice. We can choose to let go, surrender control, and reclaim the life that belongs just to us. There's always something we can focus on, which is in our power. And the Chinese philosopher Leo Tzu said, when I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. Surrendering isn't about giving up. It's about letting go. Surrendering isn't a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. Surrendering allows you to feel less stressed, overwhelmed and anxious. It creates mental space to be present in the moment. I always think of that Cruella de Vil picture when she's holding onto the steering wheel too, too tight trying to control everything so it's about driving your life forward with your hands on the steering wheel gently taking it in the direction you want to go surrendering control however is hard to do because the need of control is rooted in fear the uneasiness of not having direct control over what happens is frustrating even when the warning signs are clear you continue to think If you keep trying harder, if you keep doing everything right, if you just get one step closer to perfection, then you'll have what you want. Unfortunately, the universe nature doesn't work like that. Instead, it gives you exactly what you need. The sooner you realize pushing back against the inevitable only makes you more anxious, the sooner you can go about the business of living your life according to the plan the universe has for you. Letting go has been difficult for me. The thought of allowing control to a higher power was terrifying. By letting go, I was giving up, or so I thought. However, I learned if I'm going to have the life that has been planned for me, I need the universe to help me find it. We are going to share with you today the things we have learned about surrendering. And the first one is pain doesn't have to define you. So holding on to past pain, I think we've said before, only keeps you stuck 
in a place somewhere in the past. If things are happening, there's no point of us keeping hold of them. The pain no longer has to define who you are. So we think it's a time to let go of pain and welcome confidence, strength and peace into your life. What do you think, Lucia? I think the, the, the problem with pain, not the problem, but the idea of pain or the resistance to pain is that even though we complain about it, even though we say that we don't like it or, you know, nobody wants to be in that space, deep down, we do or most of the people do. Why? Because it's what we know. We are really good at playing the victim. We are really good at kind of like saying, well, this is what it is, and there's nothing I can do about it. But also, that feeling of pain is something we know, as hard as it is, but we can deal with the pain. Whereas stepping out of that zone, stepping out of that comfort zone and getting into the unknown can feel far more daunting for some other people which is why we decided to stay where we were and not do anything about it. But it's also true that the minute you start talking to those people that have ventured out of that comfort zone, that have gotten out of that pain and decided that they had enough of it being like it was, the world can be so much more than you expect. It can be so wonderful and it can surprise you in so many levels. It's daunting, it's challenging, it's scary, but the reward is literally around the corner. So to anyone going through a painful time right now, which I believe will be many of us, I think there's two things. One, knowing that there's no pain that can last forever. And two, knowing that as much as you think that you can't control that pain, you can. There are ways in which you can make it better. There are ways in which you can start taking you know, small steps to get hold of it. And the minute that you do, the minute that you decide to give yourself a chance, it can get far more better. Great. Well said. What, so number two is what you pay attention to grows. Even though you may not be responsible for everything that happens to you, you are responsible for how you choose to react to what happens to you. The expression like attracts like is especially true when it comes to positive and negative emotions. If you choose to remain positive, then positive results are likely to occur. Alternatively, if you decide to be negative and critical, you can expect more negative circumstances to happen. So that energy, isn't it? It passes on. What do you think, Lucia? I think what you give, what you get right? And, and that happens all around. Like I put a, a very silly example, so to speak, but uh, you know, when I was pregnant, both of, you know, both of the times with my children, the minute I knew that I was pregnant, I started to see pregnant women all around. Like literally it was all I could see around me. And I kept thinking, what has happened? Have all the pregnant ladies all of a sudden just gone out to the streets? No, what had happened is that my focus had changed because I had a new knowledge, I had uh, some new information, and therefore that information was now at the top of my head. And that's what my attention, without even me knowing, was picking up on. And I was focusing on something, and that's what I started seeing all around me. So very similarly to anything that you can focus um, in your day, that's what you're going to be seeing more of, because that's what is at the top of your brain. That's what is at the top of your head. So 
anything that you can think of. If you decide that you want to see more positivity, more good things happening, then you're going to start seeing more positivity and more good things happening. So I said, especially at a time like this, deciding what you want to see or do more of is essential. So just have a think about what you want to see, do or get more of in your life and start making a conscious decision to seek out for those things. I'd always go to a party and I would meet the biggest partiest person who wanted to stay out drinking the latest. And I used to go to my husband, why do I always meet them? Well, obviously, because that was the energy vibe that I was given out as well, that I could last the longest, I could stay out the longest, I could be the most crazy. So I think it is so true that you do attract what you put out there. And I think now, now I don't drink and I have a lot more of a healthier lifestyle. I find that I attract people that are also being more healthy. So it's a really good point to think about. So number three is begin today, right now. So even during COVID-19, there is no time to live your, no better time to live your heart's passion than right now. When the nudge you feel is beginning to pull you in the direction of your life's purpose and your inner wisdom is telling you to go, then trust and let go. Even being locked in, if you give any time to what your heart really desires, you have begun. It's like planting that seed and slowly growing it. I know when I started coaching four years ago, I just said, I'm just going to plant a seed and I'm going to water that seed and give it some sunshine and some positivity and see where it goes. And that journey and that growth has been incredible. And I'm so glad that I did begin. What do you think, Lucia? You know what? I love a quote, another quote by Lao Tzu, who you were mentioning at the beginning, the Chinese theorist, which goes, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. And I just love it because really in everything in life, that's all it takes, one step. One step after one step after one step. And when you put things in that context, then things start to become far more achievable. Like what is required of me right now? Did I just take one step? Can I do it? Yes, let's go for it. You don't need to know what it's going to take you. You don't need to know how long it's going to take you. All you need to know is that you can take a next you can take one step, you can take the next one. That's all that is required of you. And I think particularly in this situation that we are going through right now, this is even more important because call it, ne- call it step, call it a day. All you need to do is get through it, do things day by day. You don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know how long it's going to be for. Just take it day by day. And you can begin things, as you were saying. I think it is the perfect time. You and I were just uh, commenting before this. You know, earlier this year, thanks to you, I started taking my, my exercise more seriously. And I was doing it maybe, I don't know, twice, three times a week, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Ever since this situation started, I am now doing my exercise for 40 minutes every day of the week. And the difference I feel in my mood, in my energy, in my body, I can't begin to tell you. And all it took was one day to wake up and say, you know what? I'm saving up on these six hours of commute. I'm going to give it a go. Or I don't have to rush around and do these nursery drop-offs. I'm going to give it a go. So again, changing that focus that we were talking before and started seeing the opportunity instead of the challenge and then start seeing and noticing what I wanted to do and started to do it. 
that's all it took. One day when I decided I was going to give it a go. I think that's a great little tagline, isn't it? Give it a go. Unless we start exploring, we don't know. When we give it a go, we take away that kind of fear that it's got to work. It's mm-hmm. just step by step, like we said earlier. And then that leads us nicely on to point four, let in hope. When you let in hope and refuse to allow fear to defeat your faith, you're better able to surrender your problems. Ask for help. And then you'll be able to follow whatever your heart's desiring. So your true nature, everyone has a true nature sometimes it can be hidden away because we've been programmed by our parents or society to think we should be behaving or doing a particular job we can just let in hope and follow our own heart's desire Mm. i like to say to people uh whenever they come to me with a similar similar question or a a similar situation and is to say You've got two options when you look at doing something or facing something. You can either think that there's no way you're going to succeed or you're going to survive this, or you can either think that, of course, you're going to do it, and of course, you're going to succeed, and of course, you can survive this situation. Which one of those is going to allow you to get through it, or which one of those is going to help you do things better? Oh, that just when you said about the hope, even in hell, hope can flower. The famous Edith Eager, the choice book, which is my favorite. We did mention it last week. If you didn't listen last week, buy the choice if you haven't read it. It's a great book about a a psychotherapist who went through the Holocaust. And she gives you so much hope if you read that book. Hmm. She leads us lovely into point five, which is another thing that she mentions in the book. Forgiveness is a form of letting go, but different. The purpose of forgiveness is not to let the person who harmed you off the hook. The purpose of forgiveness is to end the grief it has cost you. Don't just let go, forgive, and truly surrender the feelings of anger and pain. This may seem difficult, almost impossible, until you attempt to do it. And Edith Eager says she had to forgive the soldiers that, and all the guards that were guarding her because otherwise that hate in her heart was always keeping her from living her fullest life. What do you think, Lucia? Yeah, I think that is so powerful because most of the time we tend to think that we forgive somebody we are giving them a green pass or the message that we are sending is that it is okay to do whatever you want to do because i'm going to forgive you but actually it's not true it truly is about giving yourself a chance of letting go of that anger of that pain of that agony and anxiety is giving yourself a chance to live the life the happy life that you were destined to. Because if you think about it, what are you going to get by carrying around all that guilt, all that anger, all that resentment? You're not going to get anything out of it. Neither will be the person that has hurt you. But that's not the point. The point here is allowing you to be a better version of you, allowing you to be happier and you know more positive, more a bit free. And that's the only way that you can achieve that by truly forgiving from your heart and moving on from a situation 
if not for the other person, for yourself. Yeah, oh, another quote today that just came to mind, <laughs> which I love. I'm a trigger, I'm a trigger today, Fleur. <laughs> Quiet the mind and open the heart. That was a quote that came up this week for me, and I just thought it was beautiful. Because when we quiet the mind of all the worry, the heart can let so much blood in. Hmm. Leads on to point six, surrendering is about intention. So letting go is about intentionality. It means getting the tone or declaring your desire and then letting go of how it shows up. The idea is that we, in our limited capacity, can't fully see what's actually available to us. There are things at play we can't see, but we can feel. Your higher self, your soul, your true nature, whatever you want to call it, is part of something far greater than your individual self or body. It's created this life plan you're on and it comes equipped with some expansive wisdom like who you need to meet, where you need to be, and what you need to do to fulfill this plan. So it's kind of having a plan but letting go of the attachment of how we want something to show up. We invite all possibilities into our life. We invite our purpose to present itself to us in ways we can't possibly predict. For example, let's say that your inner calling nature is to be a yoga teacher. You think about it constantly until one day you finally set the intention to study and train as a yogi. Now your role is to de dedicate yourself to the intention of being a yogi. Show up and serve your intention of practicing yoga. Make space for it and then totally let go of how this plays out. Just watch and see where it takes you. One day you'll find yourself in line to buy coffee with a yoga teacher also in line. And she invites you to her class. In this class, you meet what feels like a soul friend. Imagine you and this friend embarking on a pilgrimage to India to study with the great masters. And on it goes. Even in our infinite wisdom and intellect, we can't predict such events. In letting go, you allow these events into your life. This kind of reminds me of when we did our course and meeting lovely Lucia and lovely Susie and how that has led on to the podcast and our retreat. Uh, so things, yeah, they have a knock-on effect, but you do have to have the intention. Get the ball rolling. What do you think, Lucia? Great minds thinks alive because I was going to say the same, right? To me, it was very similar. Is you know, from the moment I decided that I wanted to know more of this coaching world and become one myself, and you know, decided to book the ticket for that coaching course to then finally meeting you. And I say finally because in a way it felt like we knew each other from before. <laughs> And, you know, be able to be all these things and construct all the things together. I definitely think it was somehow meant to be. It wasn't something I expected when I started this journey, but it's definitely something that has come as a reward of embracing that unknown and stepping into it. And I can't, I was just trying to think, I can't recall who said this and I can't recall the quote a hundred percent, but we all know, I think it was Martin Luther King of, you know, we all see a staircase. You don't need to see the end or, you know, where that staircase goes. All you need to do is, again, take that one step. And that is the surrendering, the intention is knowing that you want to do or achieve something, not knowing how you're going to get there, but still taking that step and climbing up that ladder and just letting go, see what happens. Yeah, it's lovely actually to enjoy the process and not be always attached to that destination. Mm. Life is a journey, not a destination. 
We're full of them today, guys. <laughs> we are on fire, people. This is your quote daily podcast. <laughs> you can see we've been stuck in too long. <laughs> Number seven, letting go is not about being unaware. It's about being aware. It's about being in tune with yourself so you know your true calling. So like we were saying earlier, it's about knowing what you want, but not but letting go of exactly where you're going or how you're going to get there. Being gentle and flexible with yourself, but just keep taking those next steps. What do you think, Lucia? Yeah, it is exactly that. I think it's just, as you said, planting the seed and just wait for the plant to grow. Just let it happen, which I think is beautiful in itself. How boring would it be if we knew exactly what and when things are going to happen? I certainly will be absolutely bored and I might not attempt doing anything at all. Uh, so I would say, you know, just let the journey surprise you. Take it as it is. Know that the road ahead is going to be winding, not straight, but appreciate all those curves and appreciate where it might take you. Yeah, my daughter, when she did her vision board this week, my oldest daughter, she put the word on it, unknown. I thought that was so insightful for a 13-year-old. That she mm. put so many things that she wanted to do and where to go, but she also wanted the unknown. And I think that's so true. As human beings, we need to feel some adventure. So we don't need to know everything. But we do need to be honest with ourselves about what we're feeling. So what that kind of whispers are telling us about what we want to do. So if you're in a job and you really aren't enjoying it and you keep getting this little whisper in your head, for example, that you want to be a teacher, that whisper is trying to tell you something. So mm -hmm. don't ignore those true callings. It might change as you're on the journey, but get on the journey because then you'll be aligned with who you really are. Which leads us on to our last point, letting go is an action. You have to choose to engage with what shows up. And trust me, you'll know. When these signs or synchronistic moments happen, pay attention and act on them. It will feel like common ground, but there's something bigger at play here. When you let go and say yes to what shows up, you'll bring into your life what was meant for your life. This is where it gets fun. Michael Singer, which is one of my other favorite authors, who also wrote The Untethered Soul, and I've written it for the third time now. <laughs> Amazing spiritual teacher who also was a multi-millionaire computer coder, wrote an entire book on this titled The Surrender Experiment about being present enough to say yes to the life that unfolded for him. When you let go, surrender, or detach from outcome, you allow yourself to present itself. You allow, sorry, you allow your life to present itself to you. You call in the energy and passion that is needed. What do you think, Lucia? Oh, you, you know um, I'm a sucker for those yeses. And, you know, that inspiration, that aha moment can come from any place. Like, I rediscover plenty of those through my children and saying yes to that silly question, which is, mom, do you want to play? Like, the number of times before I have said no because I had a meeting or a call or something to do, that's something being checking social media sometimes, let's be honest. But when I allowed myself to take that action, and when any of, the, of them comes by and says, mom, do you want to play? And I say, yes. 
the things that have hit me after that or during that moment have been incredible. Just observing them, just seeing all the things that they do and they can teach you and being aware, being present in that moment to take the learning, to take the teaching, has been one of the most enriching experiences in my life and all came with saying yes. So imagine if that comes just by playing, what are the things that you might be missing out for being afraid to say yes? So here's our challenge for you. Next time somebody you know, calls you and says, do you want to do something? Say yes. And then come back and tell us. We want to hear. I've just had one of those moments. My daughter was like, come and play on the trampoline with me. We had it a week and I haven't bounced on it. And I couldn't believe how much fun I actually had. I think I laughed so much. And just to see how much enjoyment she had as well was amazing. So take a moment and consider this question. What do you need to surrender today? Is it a relationship, a career, a person you lost in death? Is it a medical prognosis, a painful memory, or the idea of the perfect life? Do you need to surrender past failure, a thought, a stress? Or do you need to let go and accept what is happening with COVID-19 instead of being at dis-ease, dis-ease with it? Even though we can't control the events of COVID-19, we can control our thoughts. So let go and accept the things that are different and uncertain for a while. This will help you free enough brain space to start focusing on what you can influence. So guys, let go and see what's waiting for you on the other side. Thank you so much for joining us today and thank you so much for your support. As always, we appreciate it and we thank you for subscribing, sharing our podcast and all the love. We'd like to say thank you to the NHS and all the other amazing service providers that are making this time easier for us all. You're incredible and selfless. Have a great week and much love.